0: All right, we're back here on the golf show on 93.7 The Fan. Uh, we have talked about um, champions and champion golf course, and we're going to go back to champion for this segment. Um, I'm not sure if many people were aware, because a lot of people don't really pay attention to, closely to amateur golf, but the State Open was held at Oakmont this week, Monday Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, You may remember it was a little warm those days. Um, Oakmont was at Oakmont's best or close to its best. And we were fortunate enough to uh, have the state champion come from western Pennsylvania. And (laughs) he did it, uh, you know, here's the way he described it. Geez, is that place hard? That was a grind. That's probably an understatement. So we want to bring Jimmy Ellis on, who um, shot an amazing three straight 71s to win the title. And, um, Jimmy, congratulations, first of all, and thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, I appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Not a problem. So, how long did it take you? To to get over those three days at that beast, you know what? This is the first day I think that I can see
1: straight. Um, it's it's been uh, taking some time to get back to normal.
0: It was. I mean, it's it's hot and it's hot for everybody. But out there, when you're trying to win a championship, it's probably even a little hotter, isn't it?
1: Oh, you got that right. I mean, there's just so much pressure on every out there. I mean, yeah, you know, there's just disaster looming on every hole. So it was an absolute grind.
0: I I like the way you um, worded it in somewhere where I saw this story that, where was that? You said about you you need to get in touch with your emotions and get them in line when you get into that five-minute window of possible disaster. How did you go about doing that? Well, the one way to do it
1: is to just have zero confidence in your ability. So, you know, <laughs> I, the course is so hard that if you think that you can pull off shots, you've you got to just realize that it's not going to happen. And if you hit it in a bad spot, you've got to get out of that bad spot and try to manage the disaster. Um, I, just, I see people trying to hit the hero shot at Oakmont, and it's just never going to work out.
0: Nope. Got a lot of a lot of wedges at Oakmont um just to try to get back to you know civilization um and I laugh but it's very difficult if you get off the fairways um and get into that rough or into those bunkers it's going to be a long day uh and you pretty much avoided that didn't you
1: yeah i mean it's like i said you know there's there's a few tee shots that you have to just man up and hit it down the fairway but there're there's also a lot of tee shots where you can kind of aim sideways and hit iron or, you know, just play it safe. And I definitely take advantage of the opportunities whenever you can play it safe out there because, like I said, it's just so hard that um, it's just not worth it to try to take on some of those shots whenever you have the ability to take it, play it safe.
0: You played um, two of the holes at Oakmont anyway. Um in a less-than-traditional way, although I understand um, some of the members play those holes that way, too. Uh, maybe you can talk about uh, playing the 18th and, and the 14th.
1: So 14, you know, they it's a 350-yard hole, and you can hit it straight, but, you know, there's deep, really deep bunkers everywhere, and, you know, there's another fairway over to the left, so I just, you know, play it safe, hit three iron down the left fairway. And you really don't gain much by hitting it, you know, straight down the fairway. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have like 120 yards up the hill from the left fairway. And it's just guaranteed to have 120 yards. At any time I can have a guaranteed 120 at Oakmont, you got to take it. Um, <laughs> and then 18 is just, you know, in the first two rounds I hit driver um, because the tee was up a little bit and I could fly it over some of the bunkers. But the last round, you know, I got a two-shot lead. And all I can do is pretty much screw it up, right? I mean, the T's all the way back. It's 500 yards. There's out of bounds, right? The bunkers are a nightmare. You know, I could hit one and stay in the bunker. So I just hit 300 left, just accept that you're going to have 230 yards in, and, and just try to make a five somehow and get the heck out of there.
0: What was, uh, what was your second shot like?
1: Well, I had 230, and it was 205 to the front, and it's a little downwind. And I said to my caddy, like, I – I try to pound a six iron and it ends up short in that, in the gully. Um, you know, now I got a tight lie. I could chunk it. I mean, any, anything's possible from there. So I just kind of hit like a weak cut five iron over to the left, pin high and chipped it down to 10 feet and somehow two putted it and got out of there. <laughs>
0: did, did you know where you were?
1: Yeah. yeah. We knew where we were on 18. Um, that's pretty much the only reason why I hit three iron is, you know, we just five was the number. I mean, Par was sort of irrelevant. We just had to make a five-something. I thought that was the easiest win.
0: Um, for those who are unfamiliar with um, your playing record, tell us a little bit about um, other wins that you may have had. Is this the biggest one, I presume?
1: I think the second biggest win I've ever had is the Mac Wrestling Scramble, honestly. I mean, this is so much bigger than any other tournament I've ever won. Um, you know, I've been close a lot of times, but just never been able to see the deal. I mean, it's so difficult. People would be amazed how good some of these young kids are, and, and even the older guys in the area. I mean, it's just hard to win these golf tournaments. There's so many studs. You know, you shoot 70, most of the time you get run over. So
0: mm-hmm. it's just hard to get wins around here. People are getting really good at golf, you know. You like it when the kids go back to college probably. Oh, absolutely. Get them out of here. They make too many birdies. <laughs> um. It is in, you know, we're going through one of those transitions, I think. Um, you know, we got these young kids, Palmer Jackson, Mark Getz, you know, there's a, there's a whole, you know, handful of them. Connor Schmidt, that's the one I meant to mention him. Um, and these guys, like you said, they just go out and make birdies. They don't care about anything. Um, and now they're starting to, you know, move into. They're not kids anymore. They're they're young men, and they're developing their games. And then you have the the guys, eh, probably in your age group. You're thirty four, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are kind of moving not out of the 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 realm of competitiveness, but you know you're you're starting to move up a little bit in years. And it's it's cool that we have this wealth of talent coming up behind you guys.
1: Oh, I mean, it's just an army of guys that hit it three forty dead straight and make
0: everything inside fifteen feet. I
1: mean, I I, I can't do that. I mean, I, I can't beat these kids. They're so good.
0: I you know I've watched some of those kids play since they were kids kids, and <laughs> I I've told a couple of them. And the most recent was Mark Getz over at Chanupin, uh when he um, uh, was in the uh, West Penn Open and won it. I, he hit one of these lasers off the tee, and, you know, it disappeared. I couldn't follow where it went, but I knew it was a long way. And he walked back over to his cart, and I said to him, you know what? Just one time before I die, I'd love to hit a ball like that. <laughs> and that kind of broke the tension, I think, with Mark a little bit because he started laughing. Uh, but As it's the first just... thing I see when
1: I get to Oakmont. Uh, I'm pulling into the parking lot, getting out of my car, and I see Mark Gatz on 18, and he is parallel with the cross bunker after his drive. I'm oh. like, I'm doing a little math. I'm like, that's like 360. Like, how, how did you do that? Like, it's impossible.
0: Uh, no, can't get there. Wow. No, I don't have
1: that. I, I need a couple
0: shots to get to that. <laughs> Well, how was it? Uh, tell us a little bit about how it was coming down the stretch.
1: So they they tend to do this on 17. They they've moved the tee up in the last round. It's a little downwind, which is an absolute yep. nightmare for me because I have a three-wood in my bag, but it's essentially just a head cover. I mean, it's strictly for aesthetics. My three-wood is useless. So I've got to choke a driver up to the graphite and try to cut it in there. So I hit like a bunt driver into the, into the bunkers forty yards from the green, I looked at my caddy and I go, This is gonna be a nightmare. I mean, mm-hmm. I could screw this all up. So yep. somehow I hit a chunk and run onto the green to like ten feet. It was a great bunker shot. I missed the punt, which would have been huge because a three shot lead going down eighteen, I mean not I can't even screw that up. I mean you could hit a bunch of six times and pull it off. <laughs> so yep. I got two shot lead and I'm like, you know, I got driver in my hand and cat my caddy's like, you know, I'm thinking I'm thinking we play this safe. So I'm telling him, you know, what do you like? you like three iron? you like driver left? So I hit three iron left. Like we talked about, I got 230 in, and, you know, I just tried to find a way to limp it in and, and get the heck out of there. You know, like I said, somehow we pulled it off. Yes, but if it wasn't did. for my cat, Doug Kelly, I mean, I'd have missed a cut. I mean, he was fantastic all week. I mean, we had so much fun out there. He really cut the tension, and, you know, it, it – it, that place can just wear on you. It's, it's great to have a buddy on a bench to, to make everything a lot easier.
0: Well, you know, your scores of three, three straight 71s it tells you what kind of grind it is. You know, I mean, you, you, you're you happy as can be with, with making 371s.
1: Well, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I could shoot 91 there. I and mean, it is so hard. You know, it's, it's the best week of my life. Golf-wise, I mean, my ball striking was just as good as I can possibly hit it. Um, you know, I was, my caddy told me, you know, we were we missed like eleven or twelve greens in the three days, and I, I didn't miss any putts inside of five feet. I mean, I didn't really make anything outside of five feet, but you know, it was just plotted around, hit it to the middle of the green, try to be, you know, underneath as many pins as possible, putting up the hill, and just tap them in for par and move on to the next hole.
0: Where will you play next?
1: Uh, I'm playing today in the member guest at Valleybrook. So <laughs> a little different than uh, Oakmont playing with my yeah. brother-in-law, who's a twelve Indy Cup. So that's, right. that's that's the event today.
0: Uh, how about any of these uh, bigger events? You got anything planned? Yeah, yeah, I think we have the
1: uh, the West Penn Ams coming up at, uh, at Allegheny Country Club, so that will be fantastic. But, again, like we talked about, you know, you got the young guys there, so who knows what those shooters are, 15-under, and you can just sign me up for shooting 72.
0: <laughs> well, if if you're going to play a big tournament, Allegheny's not a bad place to play it.
1: Oh, it's a great spot.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's a just great just goal. Call I wish
1: they could have belated enough for the college kids to not be around so we had a chance, but, yeah, it'll
0: be a great time. <laughs> well, I will be there, and uh, I'll look forward to talking to you. Sounds good, Mike. All right, thanks a lot. I, I appreciate you coming on early yeah, Saturday morning. It, Tom, and you. um congrats again and, and um enjoy enjoy the member guest.
1: All right, thanks.